The following Marx Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Brock Armstrong. Examining the concept of self-care. Once in the midst of a dinner party conversation while I was describing my work, a smart and eccentric woman interjected with a thought I've considered ever since. Exercise, good eating, lots of sleep, those are what keep me healthy. Self-care, on the other hand, she explained, leaning forward, smiling and stabbing the air with her fork, that's what keeps me sane. <laughs> there were some laughs and several enthusiastic nods around the table. I understood in a general sense what she meant, but the concept got me thinking. What exactly is self-care? Beyond their requisite showers, teeth brushing, and nail clipping, beyond the eating well, exercising, sleeping, and sunning, what does this mean? Naps? Facials? As I've considered the idea over time, I've come to see it in a less precious and gendered terms than I think is common. Ultimately, I've come to believe that self-care puts a name and value to self-attunement in action. I think we all have known people who do everything they should and yet end up a frazzled mess. They may practice all the pieces, so to speak. They go to the gym four to five times a week. They eat a worthy diet, even by primal standards. They go to bed by 10.30 every night and try to manage their stress. Yet somehow they've missed something fundamental along the way. The sum of the parts ends up less than whole. Even when we consider the added elements of the primal connection, the time in nature, the effort to do something creative, the prioritization of social relationships, the center isn't quite there. I think the habits of highly successful hunter-gatherers ventured the outcomes of the idea, but perhaps there's more to it still. The fact is, science and anthropology inform us about what activities can serve our health, but the nuance of self, when we're in tune with this, puts it together in a way that ultimately serves our individual well-being, based as it is on our particular temperaments and personalities, the factors that have both psychological and physiological roots. This is what keeps vitality more than the product of a simple formula. Flourishing doesn't just come from the sum of recommended dosages of anything, no matter how healthy, well thought out, or extensive. Instead, we find the deepest manifestation of vitality where health and self-care merge, at the back roads intersection of genuine self-knowledge and responsive self-investment. This can happen when the rare and revolutionary act of knowing yourself and accepting the self and letting this understanding determine not just your goals, but much of your daily life. Sounds subversive? Yes, it can be. The difference is you're not trying to run the world or anyone else in it, just yourself, which will be a bigger challenge than most people will ever be able to master in their lifetimes. Truth be told, we can't always control our circumstances, but we can continually gauge where we are at physically and emotionally and choose to respond effectively, which means being genuinely aligned with all our needs and intentions. Taking care of ourselves is more than hygiene and health. If you can humor me for a minute, understand that I'm not talking about devoting ourselves to navel-gazing or placating anyone's narcissistic tendencies. I'm talking about an equanimity. How, for instance, do we take care of our emotions in a day? 
Do we know how to handle them or do we let them spill out and become other people's problems? How do we take care of and steward our energy? Do we apply it thoughtfully or chronically give it away unnecessarily or unwisely at the end of each day totally spent? How does this serve our long-term vitality or experience in this life? There's a personal balance based not on the time management or multitasking, but on inputs and outputs, what feed us versus depletes us, that we can develop over time. The intention to this balance and the choices that exist in alignment with it constitutes self-care. Inherent to this self-commitment, no one can do this for us, by the way, is the release of every excuse. We can have needs, we can make mistakes and choose to redirect, we can tune into the physical and emotional stress that build up in the face of circumstances we don't get to choose, but we cannot have excuses and simultaneously live this kind of self-commitment. The blueprint model of the primal blueprint leaves room for this. In fact, I think it requires it to some degree. I've always said the primal blueprint lays out principles but leaves the particular execution and variation to each individual. What is heaven for one person is hell for another. Yet we can all live a good primal life. Whether we'd file it under play or healthy indulgence or self-development or personal exploration, I'd say self-care is another dimension of the optional not really being optional. There are thousands of different choices that will nourish each of us under the umbrella of self-care, which is as much a male phenomenon as it is a female one. For some, it means puttering around, hiding out in the garage working on a hobby. For others, it means taking a personal retreat from everyone and everything or practicing a simple ritual before bed, even if it's just filing our nails or reading for 10 minutes. Maybe it's meditation or running. Maybe it's a raucous night out. It could mean five minutes of total quiet in a dark room or the enjoyment of a human touch during a massage or hug. It could mean finding ways to laugh every day or working in a long hot shower at night. Sometimes it's just leaving the office for that 15 minute break to go put your face toward the sun and sit in your car. The closest thing to truly private space some of us have for the majority of our days. Maybe it's a half day off on a rainy day. A good book or a certain meal or a hot rice sock around your neck while you lay on the couch after a long day. It's flowers on our nightstand or favorite music in the morning. It's walking the dog or sharing an hour with a good friend. Sometimes talking, sometimes working on a project, and other times just being in the same room watching a game. In the midst of a workday, maybe it's taking five minutes to decompress for a meeting, choosing not to absorb the stress of the people around you, or to release it if you already have. It's not always about what you do, but choosing to do it differently. Over time, we all develop our bag of tricks, and this list becomes very personal. The choices not only fit ourselves, but our stages in life and current circumstances. Someone going through a crisis might feel this very differently than he or she would have a few months earlier. When we commit to self-care, we begin to intuit what that means for us. What do we really need in a day? It can be a transformative question. More than anything, self-care as I see it is less than a list of behaviors and more a mindset that you're going to do what serves you rather than what upholds the typical routine of others' infinite expectations. 
If that sounds selfish, I'd offer you the seeming irony that when we let go of the obligation to react to others' expectations, we can actually be more present to their needs as well as our own. We are off the manic carousel and standing on solid ground. It's a much better vantage point from which to perceive, act, and relate to life. When we take care of ourselves, we slough off less stress and projection onto other people. The impact is easy to underestimate. With the holiday season underway, maybe it's as good a time as any to think about what self-attunement in action means to us individually. What do we need space for in our lives? Today, to feel vital and rested. Let me know your thoughts on this. Thanks for listening today, everyone, and have a great end to your week. Safeguard your health with the most comprehensive all-in-one nutritional supplement on the planet. Primal Nutrition's Damage Control Master Formula. Forget mixing and matching with multiple bottles of individual agents. Now you can just take a single packet of the most potent and optimally balanced multivitamin, multimineral, antioxidant formula available on the market. You'll enjoy complete immune system, cardiovascular, memory, nerve, bone, liver, and anti-stress support, and much more. With 51 research-proven ingredients, Damage Control Master Formula helps you combat oxidative damage in every cell and every system in your body and shore up any dietary shortcomings with complete protection. Order Damage Control Master Formula today at PrimalBlueprint.com and check out the incredible free shipping offer for our convenient and custom-designed auto-ship program.